Happy Halloween, everybody. This is an audio exclusive to the podcast, nothing on YouTube today. I am recording this on Tuesday, October 31st at 7.02 p.m. I am currently hunkered down in a very quiet house, avoiding trick-or-treaters. We got all the lights off. Now you might say, Derek, that's not in the spirit of things. Well, we have a dog. Some of you know Cece. She tore both of her ACLs this summer chasing a squirrel, and she's still hobbling around. And every time that the doorbell rings, she goes absolutely bonkers. So we wanted to take it easy on her. We're not sure if this is going to be her last Halloween, but it's definitely one of her last couple of Halloweens. So we decided to kind of, you know, let her have an easy night. There's been a lot of fireworks in our neighborhood and stuff lately, and she's been on edge. So we're doing this for her. So I wanted to give you some key dates to look after uh, as we approach the offseason. When the World Series ends, and I think it's probably going to end Saturday or maybe Friday, six or seven games, uh, that is when teams can once again trade major league players. I don't think that the Yankees are going to make any trades right away, though I do think they'll move quickly this offseason. We'll get to that. And eligible players become free agents. That starts a quote-unquote quiet period or exclusive negotiating window in which players can only negotiate with their own team. And then the fifth day after the World Series is the deadline for teams and players to make decisions on contract options. So players who do have an option, players who have a mutual option with their team, all that has to be settled by basically a week from Friday. Let's say that's going to be when everything is taken care of. And that ends the quiet period and allows Major League free agents to sign with any club as of 4 p.m. Central Time. Minor League players can also become free agents at 4 p.m. Central Time that day. And that is the deadline for teams to extend qualifying offers. Now, if you own a team or you're the GM of a team and you offer a player the quote-unquote qualifying offer, and then he signs elsewhere, then you get some compensation for that player. November 7th through 9th are the general manager meetings in Scottsdale, Arizona. A lot of times you'll see trades around this time. There's no free agents typically. Maybe one or two minor free agents sign early on in the offseason, but most of them sign right around the winter meetings, which is different from the GM meetings. November 14th is the deadline for players to accept their qualifying offer. So if they do accept the qualifying offer, they come back for one season under contract. And that is the deadline to add players to the 40-man roster in which you can protect them from the Rule 5 draft. November 17th is the tender deadline. This is often referred to as the non-tender deadline. And that is the date by which teams must offer a contract to unsigned players, uh, including their arbitration-eligible players. And if non-tendered, that player becomes a free agent. You might remember a couple of years ago, the Yankees chose to tender Gary Sanchez a contract and then ended up trading him. The Yankees hardly ever non-tender anybody, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. December 4th through the 6th are the winter meetings in Nashville. This includes the draft lottery and the Rule 5 draft on December 6th. 
This is my favorite part of the offseason. This is when there's generally a few big signings. This was the time of year that the Yankees went out and got John Carlos Stanton. It was shortly after the winter meetings in which they signed Garrett Cole. And this year, the talk has been Juan Soto. Juan Soto all over the place. There's also going to be a lot of talk about Cody Bellinger, possibly even Shohei Otani. Although I'd imagine that Shohei Otani will want to stay on the West Coast. January 12th, that is when eligible players and their teams exchange arbitration figures. And then January 15th is the start of the new international signing period. So that's when the bonus pool resets. And keep in mind, you can trade bonus pool money now. This is a a recent addition to the uh, MLB, I guess, collective bargaining agreement. So that's something to watch out for in trades. We do know that the Yankees have signed the number one international prospect multiple times in recent years. Jason Dominguez was one. Roderick Arias, another. Uh, And then February 14th, Valentine's Day. That's the day that pitchers and catchers report to spring training. That was also the day that uh, the Yankees finalized their trade for Alex Rodriguez in uh, 2004. So it'll be a 20-year anniversary on the day that the Yankees report to spring training. So those are the dates to watch out for. A couple of notes about the podcast. I will be going live pretty much on a weekly basis throughout the winter. I'm trying to go to the winter meetings. I'm not sure if I'm going to have to go to cover foul territory. If I do, uh, that is where I will be, but I should be able to get some inside information at least. Uh, And I do think that uh, the Yankees will have a busy winter. They got to do something to change the narrative. In the past, we've seen that Brian Cashman is very tentative, very slow moving. He likes to wait around for the deals to happen and see who's left over and see who he can pick up in the bargain basement deals. That's how we end up with the Willie Calhouns and the Jake Bowers's, you know, non-roster invitees. But if you're serious about winning during Garrett Cole's prime, during uh, Aaron Judge's prime, which it's only a matter of time before those guys begin to decline, hopefully not for a few more years. But if you're serious about winning, now is the time to go out and fix the offense, to go out and fix the rotation. You don't know what Rodone is going to give you. It wouldn't shock me if the Yankees try and sign uh, Cody Bellinger, Yamamoto, and if they try and trade for Juan Soto. I think they might even try to trade Carlos Rodon. Now, his contract is almost unmovable. Yankees will have to eat a lot of that money. But chronic back issue, I could see the Yankees saying, you know what, it's just the juice is not worth the squeeze at this point and trying to move along from him. Uh, So stay tuned for all that. Just want to do a quick hit here on the podcast. On some of the platforms, you'll notice that uh, a lot of the older episodes are missing. And that is because I have switched podcast providers. So, you know, a lot of people don't listen to the older episodes anyway, uh, but hopefully those will show up at some point. I left Blue Wire, which was the podcast network that I was with, and I am out on my own now, uh, which is, you know, it's good and it's difficult. One, you won't have ads during the audio podcast for a while. Uh, The only ads you'll hear are the ad reads that I do during the 
uh, show, whether it's, you know, game time or whatnot, none of those for a while, but, um, it, it also comes with a lot of upkeep on my part. So I will be a lot busier, but, uh, stay tuned. And thanks as always for listening. Just want to do a quick hit here to kind of let you guys know about some of the dates to look out for this winter. I'll be in Atlantic city later this week. So if you're by the Borgata, stop by and watch foul territory. I'll be around shooting some film and um, interviewing people and so on and so forth. So stop on by.